This is Anthems. My name is Tracy Otomi. I'm a drag queen in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm actually a Tennessee native who grew up riding horses, loving Britney Spears, and being an only child to two awesome parents. But it wasn't until I found the art of drag that I realized who I was. Your word of the day is joy. I want to first start my story in 1993, around the time of my parents' divorce. My parents were very young when they got married and grew apart like people do. But the good news is, I got to go live with my mother. We were best friends. My mother is the first person that knew I was gay, and that made her home the most fun place to be. I got to be myself. I played with dolls. I wore a towel on my head to pretend I was Madonna. It was fabulous. Well, fabulous until I went to school. The very first time I recall being called gay was by a boy named Daniel in sixth grade. I didn't know what it meant, but judging by everyone's reaction around me, it wasn't good. And from that time on, middle school was an absolute hell. How did these people know? And why were they so awful to me? I refused to admit it for years. I would deny it at every turn. But finally, I came to terms with it. And I decided the best way to exist was to be myself. I joined the theater program and started chatting with friends online and became more comfortable with being gay. My 18th birthday came, and I went to my very first drag show. And I was hooked. These women were so beautiful, so happy, and they were so talented. I just knew that I wanted to, no, had to be a part of it. My very first time in drag was in college. I was in the theater department, and I competed in a now awfully antiquated show called A Womanless Beauty Pageant. Now looking back, that's probably not the best name for a show. I lip synced These Boots Are Made For Walking by Jessica Simpson. I love her. And I held that crowd in the palm of my hand. It was better than any drug I've ever tried. I hit every dance move. I whipped my hair as hard as I could. I could feel the energy from the crown and the cheers that echoed through that small theater sounded like a stadium. I was the only pop star in that room. I knew that at this moment, this was more than just a silly show. This was going to be my life. A few years later, I entered an amateur drag contest that I bet my friends I would win. They did not believe me, but guess what? I did win. But it all started with a name. That name I chose is Tracy Otomy. Like the surgical procedure. Yes, I know. It's silly, but it's fun. I've always liked the name Tracy. The first time I ever heard the name Tracy was Tracy Chapman singing Fast Car. I just loved that name. I would call myself Tracy while wearing a wig on Halloween or when I would answer the phone at my part-time job just to be silly. And I would also call myself that whenever I did something stupid. The performance that I did was absolutely thrilling. For me, at least. I don't know how the audience looked. But I won, so it must have been good. I could feel the wheels turning. The time had come for me to finally be myself. I learned how to style wigs. I learned what the history of drag was, and I learned how to work a crowd like a comedian would do. I was finally living my pop star fantasy. A few years into drag, 
I now host a podcast. I've met many, many celebrities, and I work in one of the most influential drag bars in the country. That is until the pandemic happened. We shut down for four months, and I had to let Tracy take a rest. It was really hard to be away from that creative outlet. When we came back in September, my bar announced a new adventure called the Big Drag Bus. It is a drag show on wheels that cruises through downtown Nashville. I was ecstatic. It was my chance to bring joy and laughs to more people and finally a way for me to do drag full time. We were terrified though of how people in the street would react to us. You know, in the South, anything that's not white, straight and conservative is usually looked down on with shame. We were terrified they were gonna attack the bus or attack us. But in the end, they welcomed us with open arms. People were dancing in the street. People were coming out of restaurants to hang out with us. People were cheering us on, and we even won an award. Nashville accepted us. I was finally happy. But then, February of 2023, everything changed. Tennessee Senate Majority Leader Jack Johnson introduced a law banning public drag performances. He based it off complaints from a lawmaker that had seen lewd acts at a drag show. And there's actually zero proof that that ever happened. Let's talk about the law. The law prohibits adult cabaret performances from taking place on public property or in a location where the adult cabaret performance could be viewed by a person who is not an adult. That sounds repetitive and vague. But wait, there's more. The legislation defines these displays as any performance that features topless dancers, go-go dancers, exotic dancers, strippers, male or female impersonators who provide entertainment that appeals to a prurient interest or similar entertainers regardless of whether or not performed for consideration. What does that mean? It's so vague and it doesn't make any sense. Does it mean no more Halloween? No more pop concerts. But what it really means is no more trans people being allowed to just exist. The law is so vague, it just doesn't make any sense. But what we do know about it is it's meant to demean and hurt trans people under the guise that they're protecting children. Now let me tell you one thing. There are worse things in the world than letting a drag queen read a story to your child. You know, like poverty, or guns, or church leaders. But drag performers and trans people, we don't want your kids. My friends and I have been yelled at, we've been harassed, we've been called groomers, pedophiles, and all because people are watching the wrong media. We have fought, we have rallied, we've even had billboards put up. But Tennessee Governor Bill Lee, who even participated in drag when he was younger, signed it into law. I was heartbroken. Everything I have worked for was about to be taken away from me. I spent many nights stressed and anxious, and I lost a lot of sleep worrying about my friend's safety. I didn't know what else to do other than fight. I decided the best way to fight back was to do my drag better and louder and prouder than ever before. I made my jokes better. I made my drag better. I made myself better. The thought of losing my job was incomprehensible. As we prepared for the law to take effect, something happened. A judge in Memphis, Tennessee blocked it and found the law unconstitutional. We couldn't believe it. We were all so filled with joy. We took that joy and we started our mission to make every single person happier 
when they leave us than when they entered the room. See, it's almost like giving people the opportunity to escape their reality for a few hours is the greatest thing in the world you can do. Drag is meant to entertain. It makes you laugh and it teaches confidence and self-love. Drag is an art form that comes in many, many different forms and it's for everybody. Drag is joy. Trans people are joy. The law has officially been overturned as of June 2nd at midnight. And while this is good news, we must keep fighting for our rights. I will hope, I will pray, and I will cry because I'm an emotional person, but I will continue to fight as long as I can. This life is meant to be enjoyed and I will not let hate win. We will overcome, but we have to keep going. Be yourself, love yourself, and most importantly, vote. Voting is the best way and easiest way to let the lawmakers know how you feel. For those of us that pretended to be a pop star in their bedrooms at night or their favorite actress on a stage, keep doing it. It's the best joy you will ever find. Joy, definition, noun. A feeling of great pleasure and happiness.